Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. All right, today on the podcast, we get into the Friends cast member who helped Matthew Perry get sober and the scam call that Nova Scotians are falling for. We're going to tell you where the rats are hanging out in Halifax, in case you didn't know, and also where to find the HRM's best Halloween decorations. Also, counting down Spotify's top Halloween downloads and reviews of one of the greatest Scotiabank concerts ever. $1,000 Minute Advantage right now. This, of course, is for the October 25th $1,000 Minute, 8 o'clock. The answer to question number 10 will be Montreal. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. It is Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy Monday. Thank you, Aaron. And I have uh, to say to that, what the fact, okay? Yeah. Several um, factual things about to happen here. Uh, there are more trees on Earth than there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Wow. Many more, actually. There are about three trillion trees, estimated, no one's counted them, on the Earth versus 100 to 400 billion stars. So, trillion, billion. Billion. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, yeah, we haven't counted the trees, mm, no. and it's so far impossible to count all of the stars. <laughs> um, do, you, or do you like a white tree? If you're eating chicken, would you prefer white meat or dark meat? White. Mm-hmm. Um, we in North America, we in Canada, United States, Mexico mostly, mostly eat white chicken meat. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the chicken meat mostly gets exported to Russia and to Asia where dark meat is preferred. So most chickens actually get split in two and sent around the world. Oh, that's weird. It's a little weird. That, when you think it? about it, it's bizarre. I would eat dark meat all day long. Would you? Uh, but is it like turkey? It's juicier. Is it's that just yeah? It's juicier. It's not it's, as dry. It's not as dry. It's actually tastier. But the white meat, of course, is healthier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll eat that. What makes it healthier than the dark meat? Fat. Ah. Uh, lack thereof. Okay, yeah. I don't know my meat. <laughs> and in uh, <laughs> uh, in 2004, a Mario game had a transgender playable character named Vivian with a subplot about Vivian being accepted by her family. Oh. Yeah. Well, wait a minute, though. She was um, censored in, Amer- in the American version. You've got to be kidding. Never showed up in America or Canada, for that matter, because we kind of follow, yeah, yeah. kind of like the white meat thing. We kind of follow along with the, and when the was Americans. This? 2004, so almost 20 years ago. Jeez. A transgender playable character named Vivian was part of Mario, but not in Canada or the United States. We didn't know. Mm. Bring Vivian back. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. By the way, we are giving away $100,000 cash today. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> That's happening today. Mm-hmm. Ashley Greco will be making the call to our lucky winner of a whole bunch of money. Uh, hopefully around 1 o'clock, depending on when she tracks our lucky winner down. So if your phone rings and you don't recognize the number, <laughs> don't ignore it. Doesn't that, I mean, if you do that. Yeah. Aren't you left wondering, should I have answered that? I know. Was that important? I always think if it's important enough, they'll leave a message. Right. But when it comes to $100,000 cash, I'd be answering. I got one of those calls, uh, not $100,000 cash, but I didn't answer the phone. Yeah. And it was a 902 number. And it's like, well, I just Google it right away. 
like, well, Google and that. It's like I mean, my dentist or something. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> well, if it's in your contacts, it'll show up that way. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's not, I don't know that I'm going to be able to find that. Anyway. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So answer your phone. That's all I'm saying because <laughs> you could, you know, hundred grand could be somebody telling you one hundred thousand no dollars. Big deal. Yeah. Hey. Uh, okay. When was the last time that you saw a rat? Yeah. And Sat- where were you? Saturday. You saw one on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's nuts, right? I mean, we were talking Friday yeah. about rattiest cities. Uh-huh. And we're going to bring it up again now. Yeah, we are. Um, but then I saw a rat, which I mean, I, I think I've only ever seen a rat three or four times in my life. And it just happened to be on Saturday. Okay. And I mean, where would you expect to see a rat? Yeah, maybe you'd expect to see one on the waterfront, you know, yep. scurrying across the dock yep. or something like that. By or the dumpsters. Dumpsters, <laughs> right? Uh, but you really, I mean, it's, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care wh- where they are is Ooh. what it comes down to. And this was in South End, Halifax, in like a ritzy kind of neighborhood. Oh. Yeah. It was, um, um, let me see, it, it was between St. Mary's University yeah. and whatever's above St. Mary's University, you know, and that I know really exactly nice. exactly what you're talking nice about. Nice yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. It was near a drain. Okay. And it was like, and it shocked me. I mean, it was like. <gasps> were you like walking or were you driving? Walking. You, oh, I was no. walking and it was like, what? Yeah. What? That, that was a rat because it, it, I didn't see him for long. It's not Ooh. like he hung out. It was maybe 10 seconds at the most. <laughs> were you watching your steps now? Every well, time you take, you're like, is this rat going to come up and <laughs> run by my toes? Do whatever rats <sighs> do. But I just wasn't expecting, and it really not expected there. But again, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. I mean, maybe they like the waterfront a little better. Yeah. But they they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're Absolutely everywhere. everywhere. And that one was in South End, Ritzy, Halifax. Oh, gosh. So Friday, you mentioned that we were talking about the rattiest cities. Orkin, Canada, which is the pest control company, puts out this list every year. The rattiest cities in the country. We learned that Toronto takes the number one spot, which mm. makes sense. But we looked at Atlantic Canada specifically. Where if you're living in Atlantic Canada, the rattiest cities you can be in. And uh, number one on the list, St. John's, Newfoundland. Number two, Moncton. Number three, Dieppe. And number four is Halifax. Okay. Um, it's going to get worse is also the prediction. Um, because whenever there's new construction, the rats like that. Yeah, it's funny too. On this list, they list Dartmouth as a separate city as Halifax. So number four is Halifax. Dartmouth isn't till number eight mm. for the rattiest cities in Atlantic Canada. How is Halifax more ratty than Dartmouth? Yeah, Orkin's. Got I guess that. they don't run across the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> they're a little afraid. They're afraid what? of heights. Yeah, but they're not though. That's the thing. <laughs> they're on the McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> going around the sidewalk. With all of the construction going on, which is true, like astounding true. amounts. The city doesn't look anything like it did five the years cranes. ago, ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it's only going to get worse for, yep. for rats. So maybe we're going to move up a little bit on the list of the rattiest cities. Oh, we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because we don't like being number four. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. so when was the last time that you saw a rat? Where were you? <laughs> What was the rat doing? Did you ever have a rat in your house? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, no, I, I haven't had that, but I know of, like, student apartments where oh. and it took a really, really huge effort to get them out of there. Oh, yeah. disgusting. Not good. Did you ever have a rat in your house or <laughs> hanging around in the backyard or the dumpsters behind your apartment building? If so, we want to hear from you. 
Uh, I have a girlfriend, one of my favorite stories in the world. I have a girlfriend in Alberta. Alberta is rat-free. How, though? I don't know how they patrol this. I've always wondered how they can claim to be rat-free. But nobody there ever sees rats. And one of my girlfriends was driving on, like, a busy street in Calgary, and a rat ran out in front of her car. And she literally called 911. <laughs> she literally called 911 because she's never seen one before. She panicked and yeah. she's like, these aren't supposed to be here. It's an infestation. So when she called 911, they were like, okay, this is not a reason that you're calling us. You cannot call us about seeing a rat, but you can call the non-emergency number and we're going to see what we can do about it. But I just died. I'm like, what do you mean you called 911 when you saw a rat? But I mean, if you... If you if there were actually no rats, and I mean that's kind of sketchy. Whether there are rats, they stop at the border or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. But that would be a reason to call a rat. I know. I well, call I, a rat. Call nine one one. Call a rat. Call a rat or call nine one one. It says if you Google Alberta rat free, it yeah. says. The Alberta's rat-free status means there's no resident population of rats and they are not allowed to establish themselves. It does not mean we never get rats. Yeah. So they can't rats stay. We can't go to Alberta. Go to BC. Keep on going. They won't let us establish a colony there. <laughs> uh, so we asked, when's the, the last time you saw a rat? Listen, yeah. uh, call us too, right? I mean, yes. we love the text and love the messages, and that's great, but yeah. they'd love to hear from you as uh-huh. well. 451 um, uh, message to say when the old library was still at the bottom of Spring Garden Road, one ran out in front of two people walking closely in front of me, and the rat was as big as a cat. Oh my God. We all jumped together from the shock. Ah. Uh, Narissa Doan on our Facebook page says, Well, we visited Halifax for the first time this summer. Within 15 minutes of walking in the waterfront downtown area, one ran past me and into a hole of a brick fence. Now I understand why the city is infested. <laughs> I was on edge walking around because I'm a sissy when it comes to rodents of any type. Well, rats have a special place in the whole rodent uh, population lineage. Oh, Loman says, um, people, please respect the rats. They're a very important part of our ecosystem and a driver in protecting human life. Are they? Well, I had to look that up. I'm sorry, Loman, I had to look this up because, you know, as far as I knew, you know, rats cause the plague. Remember that? Yeah. That's not exactly true. Okay. Now, I don't know about an important part in the whole ecosystem thing. I've, I've been looking for that too, but didn't really find it. Um, the, the rats were a part of spreading the, the plague. It was mm-hmm. thought that their fleas carried the plague, the Black Death, around the world. They basically do. Well, sort of. But (laughs) apparently humans, the fleas on humans were more of a cause of the plague than the fleas on rats. And as for balancing the ecosystem, well, I don't know. Apparently, um, as well, they bury seeds and those seeds might turn into trees someday. That's about as close as I can find to helping the ecosystem. Yeah, I don't know if it's like... Well, let's do an experiment. It's not let's... like a save the bees moment type thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> like we don't need to be saving the rats, I don't think. I think the rats are fine. <laughs> <laughs> the rats are great. <laughs> okay, so how about you? When have you seen... A, when did you last see a rat? Where were you? This, uh, this comment here, Sandy Dorman says, Well, there's quite a bit in my neighborhood in Coal Harbor. Oh, <laughs> not saying anything about Coal Harbor, but then Sharon sent a picture. Says these two little guys were on the Dartmouth waterfront a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay, yeah. they they're kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last time you saw a rat, where were you?
We're not even. I'm. There are I, hundreds. I am not going to mention anything about the restaurants mentioned. No, 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 no. That could no. Uh, no. You would. You. We you don't might, talk like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you might not ever visit them again, and that's too bad because these are great places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how about this text? Uh, morning. I live in Cow Bay and have rats constantly in my home. No. They ruin my kitchen. Chewing through my dishwasher wires. How loud would that be? Because I've lived in, like, homes in the South End, and when I would lay in bed at nighttime, I could hear mice in the walls. Through the walls. And it would drive me nuts. There are living creatures big enough that I can hear their footy prints. Yeah, and they're going across my head. Yeah. Behind me. But so imagine a rat, how heavy that would be and how loud they would be. This text, cat brought one home one evening. That was very ratifying. <laughs> ratifying? Have a great day, <laughs> Team Move 100. I'm assuming ratifying isn't good. No. <laughs> oh. Opposite of satisfying, ratifying. Uh, Mike, good morning. I sent a text in a couple minutes ago. I'm Mike. I used to deliver bread downtown Halifax, and I was listening to your story about rats and that. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you. Uh, about 10 years ago when I delivered downtown in front of the Radisson Hotel, and they were doing work on the street. And anyway, I was I came out of the hotel and I heard yelling, and they were digging up an old hole at downtown Halifax, and come to find out they hit an old cement pipe, and I guess it was they disrupted a whole major family of wharf rats, and I've never seen so many grown men come out of a hole in my life from growling noise. <laughs> I heard yelling, and of course, curiosity, I had to go over, and they had those bright lights on the hole, and you could look down, and all you saw was the bottom of the hole moving. Oh, my God. That sounds like a nightmare. Uh. (laughs) It was a nightmare for me, because when they started running, I just ran in any direction, too, after I realized what was going on. He just ran with everybody? No idea. Just just like the movies. If somebody looks and runs, you don't ask questions. No. You run too. <laughs> <laughs> so figure, I figure I give you the worst rat story ever. Oh, oh that's a beautiful, uh, beautifully horrific <laughs> image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aaron and Peter, mornings on Move One Hundred. More coming up. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Yeah, so Matthew Perry has been trending over the weekend. He sat down with Diane Sawyer to talk about his upcoming memoir called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. Uh, So in it, he is talking about how bad his substance abuse was while he was filming Friends. He says he estimates that he spent $9 million trying to get sober over the years. $9 million? $9 million. Going to rehab, just doing everything he could to get sober. Unbelievable. He also talked about the Friends co-star that rallied around him the most when he was struggling with his addiction, the one who just constantly reached out. Jennifer, and she says, we know you were drinking. Yeah, imagine how scary a moment that was. She was the one that reached out the most. You know, I'm really grateful to her for that. It's really sad when you go back and watch Friends, Mm -hmm. like knowing what we know now, because it's, you can see he's struggling. Yeah, and even watching it in real time, it was like, there's something wrong Something's up, yeah. Yeah. He got so thin, very, very dangerously thin Mm -hmm. at one point. It's pretty heavy stuff. His memoir is going to be dropping on November 1st, if you're interested in checking that out. 
Hey, Nova Scotia Health is warning you about a spam call that is circulating right now, telling people that they've been exposed to monkeypox. Uh, Nova Scotia Health says this is not coming from public health. If you were to ever get a call from public health, the team members will always identify themselves and provide a callback number. They say that Nova Scotia has no active cases of monkeypox. This is a scam. So maybe just warn friends and family, you know, it's not real. Some mm. of these things are so, they seem so real, so you don't know what to believe anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, something scary in the news and suddenly somebody's calling you about it? Yeah. Have you been getting, I have been getting non-stop spam calls from the UK lately. Really? The UK. Like, if I go to my missed calls, I have at least 30 in the last two weeks. Does your phone block it out Well, and that's you? the thing. No, so I can't, I, I could block the number, but it's a different number different that calls number every me every time. time, but they're all from the UK. Right. It's bizarre. Weird. Hey, and Spotify has released a list of the most popular Halloween songs of all time. We're going to count down the top three, okay? Go Just ahead. to get in the mood. Starting at number three. This is Of course, from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. The big debate on that one is, is, is it, it a, a Christmas Halloween movie? movie? Is it a Halloween movie? What do you think? I think, I think it's, it's a Christmas. Really? Yeah. I think anytime, anytime from now until Christmas, you can watch that movie. Okay, fair enough. Number two. I'm surprised that didn't come in at number one. Sure. Number one. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. This is getting me excited for Halloween. <laughs> I've been saving up all my Halloween movies and everything for this week. Imagine that that song, like 60 years later, is still the number one <laughs> Halloween song. I hope that <laughs> Boris Pickett, I, I think, I, I hope he know. died a gazillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Halloween decorations. we got to talk about decorations <laughs> yeah. this morning. You know when they go too far? And they scare the absolute crap out of you? They have been going further and further and further and further every year, starting earlier and earlier and going for the shock value. And at what point is it like a little bit too much? I got the crap scared out of me yesterday at, uh, at the Costco parking lot. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was running around doing my Sunday errands, as I do. Um, but I, I just pulled into a parking spot and I was kind of distracted. I was like, you know, looking for my bags. I was trying to get my list out, my membership, chaotic, chaotic vibes yesterday. As I got out though, I uh, turned the corner of where I parked my car and I literally screamed at the top of my lungs to the point that anybody that was near me stopped, looked at me and laughed at me. Oh, what happened? The car next to me had one of those bloody hands that stick out of, out of your trunk. Mm, yes. And I just wasn't expecting it. And I've seen them before. I've seen like the hands. I've seen a leg hanging out of the trunk. Uh, but it just, it fully, it just scared the crap out of me. It mm -hmm. looked so real and I wasn't expecting it. And like I said, people heard me. That's how loud I screamed and they were laughing at me. And I'm like, great. But I hate them. I hate those things. I understand. I saw two hands sticking out of the front of a car. I don't even know what that's the supposed to be. Yeah, the through like, the grill of the car. It's like, uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, what? Maybe the wrong side. Maybe the, <laughs> the wrong idea, end of the car. Boy, it was, maybe it was supposed to have been a pedestrian or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was like not, not in good taste. Didn't like that at all. I've also seen children scared walking into Home Depot. Oh, yeah. Because they've got the you know, full-size skeletons, frightening stuff. You know, I mean, it's all in fun. Totally. But when you're five years old or four years it's old. It's not that fun. It's not that fun. Or when you're 30 and you're getting <laughs> terrified in the Costco parking lot. I don't know. I just find that, like, some of them are pretty gruesome. We There was a story in the news last week about uh, a house in Montreal. Yeah. And it caused this huge controversy because of their decorations they had on their front lawn. It's it, they, they, they had a body hanging. It was okay? it's horrible. It is the photo is actually horrible because it looked way too realistic. And the solution for that one ended up being they had to put up a sign saying that this it's was fake. Yeah, but the sign that they put up, or at least the first one, was kind of written in blood. Yeah, and spray painted with red spray didn't, paint. Didn't really work all that well. It wasn't all that convincing that it was fake. Mm. Yeah, so it's horrifying it an looks, entire neighborhood. It looks extremely real. Like, that is taking it too far. Some uh, decorations, I just saw one on Twitter of this uh, Stranger Things house yeah i just tweeted that did you yes oh wow it's just outside of chicago and that has like a, a body yeah suspended in midair but that's cool because it's not like she's hanging or anything and, no. and she levitates in stranger things so right. that's what she's doing but it's really really it's, really really but really that's well done. cool that's cool it's not gory or gruesome though right like that's creative i like that so we're wondering where have you seen something that you think went Way too far. Yeah. Have you seen like a house in Halifax that you just thought, okay, that's not okay? Or or maybe you saw something hanging off somebody's car. Or maybe it wasn't, didn't go way too far, but it scared the crap out of you. Do you remember the ones that would go, like the pants that would hang out uh, on the floor of the garage door? Like the garage door would be closed on somebody. It would look like that. And there would just be stuffed jeans and a pair of shoes <laughs> hanging out the garage door. That would scare, when I was a kid. That would scare the crap out of me. Yeah, and is there something maybe that scared your kids? All of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Scary Halloween decorations when they go too far. What have you seen? Mornings with Aaron and Peter. On Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. We got a picture uh, sent to us this morning of uh, someone. That it, look, it, it's a, it looks like a body. Yeah. Only it's wrapped up in garbage bags and duct tape and mm -hmm. it's out on the front lawn. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. And the text that goes along with it says, "This is exactly why I go all out for Halloween. It's a fun and spooky time. My house is horror themed, and people love it. Kids get scared, but I have dozens of cars stopping by all the time to get to get pictures, pictures taken, and, and they get oh. out of their car with their children." And take pictures. So Tell us they enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, this text says, as somebody who grew up as a kid and was scared of even the simple skeleton, um, it was good for me to face my fears in a harmless way and get rewarded for it by ringing a doorbell and getting candy for it. If I was too scared, my parents didn't force me and we went on to the next house. Decorations, I don't believe are taking it too far. People dressing up as clowns and chasing after people to scare them is. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you draw that's where you draw the line. line at clowns. Chasing children. Chasing, yeah. No, yeah, no amount of candy is ever going to make up for that. I'm sorry. I wonder if there's like a specific home in the HRM that just is like gory, gory, gory. You know? Like you get, you almost need to, a warning when you go by. Yeah. Have you seen anything like that? Yeah. I haven't seen anything like that. Huh. If you have, please let us know yeah. if you think that, yeah, that's really, really gory. 
Uh, this text just came in. A little Halloween trauma can give you character. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that was coming. They just called you Buttercup, you, I believe. <laughs> do you decorate your home, Peter, for Halloween? No, I mean, we'll put out, we have some pumpkins, pumpkins. out already. Okay. We'll, we'll put, you know, just the gentlest, the gentlest of, yeah. of decorations. I just put a, a couple pumpkins out this weekend. Oh, I, I carved, well, I was yes. carving pumpkins on the weekend. Yes. Which is a is it fun to carve pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a good idea. It does, but then it's like, no, like my fingernails are all gross now. I just saw something this morning about carving out pumpkins. Huh. Uh, it, a friend in Ottawa posted it, and they took like the 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 um, electric beaters, like the egg beaters oh, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. And after they got the first little bit of pumpkin out, put the egg beaters inside the pumpkin and ran it around the inside and let the let those carve out the pumpkins. So and you don't it have works? To, yeah, so you don't have to get like a sharp instrument of some sort in there and dig yeah. out the insides. The egg beaters, they work. The, oh, my God. Yeah. How's that for a hack? I wish I had known that pre-me <laughs> carving Sorry. mine over the weekend. Just saw it this uh, morning. That's all right. Uh, okay, Halloween decorations. When, they're too, when they go too far, have you seen any around the HRM like that that were just like really gory or really scary? This text says, I must be a bad parent every year. We make a production of going to glow stores <laughs> to watch our kids get scared. Yes. Starting around 3 or four years we start taking them i don't know if that's a good, good thing, thing. Or a bad thing i mean it's a good thing to go to glow and we're going down there later today yeah in, yeah in fact oh we are yeah. yeah we have to pick out some uh, some costumes for us mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh to take your kids there i'm not sure and i mentioned um home depot i mean they've got some huge Huge Halloween decorations. I did a couple of weeks ago, last time I was in anyway. They're hardcore. They are hardcore. And they all move and make sounds and you and walk by the wrong thing and... Talk to you. Yeah, like they're motion <laughs> detection censored. They go off when you walk by. They're the ones that sell the, that uh, massive skeleton. That's right. I saw one of those. In the store? In the store, yeah. Has anyone seen any of the big skeletons like set up on somebody's lawn in the HRM? I'd love to see one in person. I haven't seen one in person, just on in photos. In and real life, yes. They ju- they're 12 feet high. They're huge. Okay. <laughs> I think, oh, and they also cost like $500. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at the text that just came in. I think it's from David. Uh, no, 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 this one says, anyway, my son's birthday is Halloween. And he puts on a clown clown costume and chases the kids with an axe. What? LOL. They love my house. <laughs> he God. chases the kids with an axe? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that may be what we're talking about here, going too far. Yeah. I'm not sure. If I, if I was chased by somebody in a clown suit and an axe, I think I would be calling the police. I'd be so scared. Maybe there's one of these on Coburg Road. There's a, there's a text that says, uh, the giant... Glow-up skeleton on Coburg Road terrifies me every time I walk slash run by it. On Coburg? The, yeah, the eyes glow at night and literally follow you. Come on, really? What? Okay, you got to tell us where on Coburg, because I want to go check that out. Cool. Gosh. I saw a photo of... <laughs> so, last year, it was a house in Halifax. They had two or three of these big skeletons on their front lawn. I'm like, that's like $1,500 alone in Halloween decorations. True. That's hardcore. That's going all out, right? Nice. Uh, yeah. This text says, Dartmouth End of Waverly Road. They've got one of the large skeletons uh, walking with a very large spider. Well, Peter, you can go check that one I out. Can check that one out. Fennerty Drive, Middle Sackville, just past Lake Crest. The road bends sharply, and there's a driveway at an angle to the road, and at the end of the driveway 
is a 12-foot skeleton with glowing eyes just visible through the darkness. It's awesome. Okay, that's really cool. That is very cool indeed. There's one on Portland Street around 293 Portland Street. Great skeleton decorations. Uh, so it sounds like there might be more than one. Mm. Also, this is really funny. This text says, I saw an SUV with the sunroof on the Cirque. They had a full skeleton creeping out of the car roof. Really realistic posture. It was rather neat. Not sure it's legal, though. Yeah, Would that be... That's going to be a hazard. Probably. Because it's distracting, right? And probably not even strapped down all that well. I mean, how do you strap down a skeleton <laughs> cool. and still have it look realistic? <laughs> Imagine being pulled over and everyone's right. going by going, yeah, sex yeah. be that guy. We know <laughs> right. what's going on there. And the police officer comes up. Sir, <laughs> did you know there's a skeleton on your roof? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Okay, first-time player Joanne White. You're at work at the hospital and ready to win some money. How you doing? I'm doing great. Are you feeling confident, feeling good? I think so. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Joanne, you get uh, 60 seconds, 10 questions. Get them all right. You're going to win a grand. If you don't know the answer to something, you can just say pass. We'll come back if there's still time. But the first answer you give us is what counts. You can't take it back. Okay? Sounds good. Are you ready, Joanne White? Yes, let's get going. Okay, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Joanne, technophobia is the fear of what? A pass. Tinky, Winky, Lala, and Poe are from what children's TV show? Teletubbies. How many nickels do you need to make $2.50? Uh, 30. No. In what 50. country was the game of golf first played? Uh, pass. What type of natural disaster does the Richter scale measure? Earthquakes. Japan, Italy, or Russia, what country has the most earthquakes on average? Japan. What mineral is important for healthy bones? Iron. Oh. What what SNL and Thirty Rock alum wrote the wrote the script for Mean Girls? Oh, today. What company's mascot is named Poppin' Fresh? Poppin' Fresh. Pass. Carmen, Madame Butterfly, and La Boheme are all names of famous what? L.A.s. Technophobia yep, LA's. is the fear of what? Technophobia. Yes. Uh, technology. Oh, okay, just in time. Woo. All right, Joanne. Take a deep breath. You made it through. That's harder than the sound. <laughs> hey, it's your first time. Okay, let's go through the questions together and see how you did. Uh, technophobia, yeah, the fear of technology. Tinky Winky, Lala, and Poe are, of course, from Teletubbies. It takes 50 nickels to make 250. You knew that, but just a little bit too late. Okay. Uh, Scotland. Golf was first played in Scotland. Uh, the Richter scale measures earthquakes. Japan has the most earthquakes on average. Uh, the mineral important for healthy bones, calcium. calcium. Mm -hmm. Tina yeah. Fey wrote the script for Mean Girls. Uh, mm -hmm. Pillsbury's mascot is named oh. Poppin' Fresh. Yes. And uh, Carmen, Madame Butterfly, and La Boheme are all names of famous operas. Okay. Joanne White, 5 out of 10 and 50 bucks this morning. That's pretty good. Pretty good for your first time playing. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joanne. And you hang on the line for us, okay? Sounds good. All righty. A little later on today, Joanne's play of $1,000 Minute will be up on our podcast on the iHeartRadio app. And we'll also give you the answer to question number 10 for tomorrow's $1,000 Minute. Mm -hmm. Get ready to play and win the money. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning on Move 100. 
And he posted this audio on Instagram and just wrote that he had a great time in Halifax. And this was the audio from that bar on Barrington. Instagram, I love helping turn a noisy crowd into an engaged audience. Had some great experiences in Halifax, and then thanks to the house band for letting us sit in. A little bit of goosebumps there. Can you imagine? So Michael Bublé comes to town with a core group of instrumentalists, of musicians. Yeah. And then picks up other artists here. For example, his string session, string section, all made from local musicians. Mm-hmm. And vocalists also from yeah. the local area. North Preston. Uh, we heard there were some from Moncton. Moncton. Mm-hmm. And a couple other places. I would be so scared because, you know, you learn this music. Michael, Bu- Michael Bublé shows up into town. <laughs> Maybe you've got a dress rehearsal of some sort. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you're just going over the key parts of the song. But you have to nail it yeah. on that night. Yeah. And, and also, can you remember one of the messages we got earlier about what Michael Bublé said about yep. waking up in his hotel room in Halifax on Friday morning? Yeah, he said he looked at his room, looked at the Halifax Harbor, and thought, wow, this is heaven. Mm. So, okay. such a great experience. Yeah, congratulations to everybody yes. who saw Michael Bublé after a two-year wait because of COVID. And to the rest of us... <laughs> Maybe, maybe next time. Mornings <laughs> in Oh, man. Tons of text still rolling in, just saying it was the best concert ever. So, would love to hear all about your wow. experience. You can text us anytime here at 124.7. Hey, on uh, not such a great note, coming up, we've got to talk to you about a scam that is going around right now. Nova Scotia Health is warning us about this scam. Uh, and it's pretty bad. We're going to tell you all that you need to need need to know next on Move 100. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Let's say you're average. I know you're not, but let's say you're average, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're average, you will refuse to do this for the next six months. So what is this? Uh, November, December, January, February, March, April. From now until near the end of April, you will refuse to do this if you're average. What do you think it is? Calls with your guests, 451-1313 or text in your guests to 124-7. The amount of texts coming in that say shave, shave my legs. Mm -hmm. This text specifically says make your winter coat. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Not shave. Okay. Eat carbs, this text says. Drink alcohol. Wear white. Barbecue. No right answer yet. What will you refuse to do for the next six months if you're average? Uh, cut the grass. Yeah. Wear shorts. Paint my toenails. Shave, 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 shave. <laughs> All the texts say shave. Okay, so there's no correct answers there. Is that it? That's it. All right. If you're average, you will refuse to for the next six months. Throw away your leftover Halloween candy. You're going to hold on to it <laughs> from now until mid-April before you finally say, okay. Well, who That's throws it. it away? No one throws it away, right? Yeah, but even the stuff you don't like, you, you hang on to oh, it. Oh, I guess so. You hang on to it, even if you don't like it. What wouldn't you like? Until, well... Tootsie rolls? Candy corn. Oh, candy corn. The, yeah, yeah. the um, molasses kisses that are hard. No, don't want those. Oh, There's, yeah, those are, are bad. There are a few that are soft. You just... I don't know where to find them. Has anyone gotten their Halloween candy 
like taken away what? as a punishment or something. Oh, that that's happened awful. that happened to me as a kid. Oh, Aaron. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh it was the day after Halloween. I worked so hard trick-or-treating. Okay, wait, wait, wait. To get my pillowcase full of candy. Are you going to cry? Yeah. I'm literally not over it. Okay, and it cry. happened when I was like eight. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was bad. My parents, I believe you. My parents what went out. What did you ever do to deserve that? They went out for a nice dinner after yeah. Halloween and got a babysitter. And they made it to the restaurant. They sat down at their table. And then the phone rang. And it was the babysitter saying, I cannot handle your four children. You need to come home. Mm. So my parents were so mad. Mm. They finally got a night out. They came home. They took all of our Halloween candy away. Oh, my goodness. And we never saw it again. They say they threw it out, but I know my dad just stole it all. And he just it ate it. He kept it I in know his room on his side of the bed. He hid it in the closet or something, somewhere we wouldn't find it, but I'm not over it. All right. I worked so <laughs> no, hard clearly, for that. Clearly, you're not over it. You can see the tears in your eyes. Yeah. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.